0: This is the self-storage podcast where we share the knowledge and skills from the industry's leading investors, developers, and operators to help you launch and grow your self-storage business. I'm your host, Scott Myers, and over the past 16 years, we have acquired, developed, converted, and syndicated over 2 million square feet of self-storage nationwide with the help of my incredible team at SelfStorageInvesting.com, who has helped thousands of people achieve greatness in self-storage. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Storage Podcast. And today's show is a deviation from our normal format to report on the state of the self storage industry based upon the recent quarterly reports from the five largest REITs. I'm going to be relaying this information largely from the quarterly report from the Newmark Self Storage Group with a few of my own comments as to how we are approaching the market in our sector of the industry. To put it mildly and to cut to the chase, we are still very bullish on acquisitions and are looking forward to a banner year in our business. We've already closed on three facilities and have five more on the pipeline, including an airplane hangar project in Colorado just bigger storage units for bigger toys. Well, we'll report on that later, but for now, I want to focus on the latest earnings reports from the industry's REIT sector, which posted very strong fourth quarter 2020 NOI and revenue growth while also ending the year at record high industry occupancy, further reinforcing self-storage as one of the most resilient asset classes within commercial real estate. Non-weighted average same-store NOI growth was 4.54%, while non-weighted average same-store revenue grew 3.24% year over year compared to the fourth quarter 2019. Across the five public self storage REITs. Self storage outperformed the broader REIT universe for all of 2020, returning the second best total shareholder return, 12.91%, among all REIT asset classes, second only to data centers, which returned at 21%. With record high occupancies defying the usual year end seasonal declines and move outs continuing to maintain historically low levels, of the sector is positioned to enter the peak leasing season with extremely strong occupancy momentum, which will translate to significant pricing power for street rates and existing customer rates increases throughout 2021. Excluding joint venture acquisitions and mergers, wholly owned acquisitions for the quarter reached an extraordinary level of $1.695 billion, with a B, across 116 properties. With some storage REITs having their most acquisitive quarter on record and surpassing earlier acquisition projections, the robust fourth quarter easily exceeded the 2018 full year volume of just over $1.3 billion. Full year 2020 acquisition volume for the five storage REITs reached an aggregate $2.9 billion, a 49% increase over the 2019 volume of $1.95 billion. The flurry of acquisition activity in the fourth quarter is carrying forward to a strong start in 2021 acquisitions, with one REIT having at nearly half their full-year guidance volume already under contract and the guidance for aggregate 2021 volume projected in the range of $1.78 to $2.23 billion. Strong consumer demand for storage throughout the pandemic supported operating fundamentals and a return to typical operating practices, bolstering the, the sector's recession-resilient track record. As the level of overall uncertainty declined as 2020 progressed and as the vaccine rollout gains significant momentum, there is greater confidence that has enabled the storage REITs to reinstate guidance for the year ahead. Though issued guidance ranges are wider than usual compared to prior years, the issued guidance reflects confidence in significant sector fortitude. Reported same-store revenue growth guidance ranged from 3% to 5.5% with an unweighted midpoint of 4.3%, while same-store NOI growth ranged between 2.5% to 6.25% for unweighted midpoint of 4.4%. Earnings call we're focused on the elevated fourth quarter and year-end occupancy levels and the factors that will drive variability to how 2021 plays out. In general, the REITs are expecting continued high occupancy levels throughout the first half of the year, with the second half of the year seeing typical seasonal moderation. Revenue growth is expected to be very strong in the first half of the year, peaking in late second quarter to early third quarter and then leveling through the balance of 2021. Operators will be focused on finding equilibrium between driving occupancy and raising rents to maximize revenue. It's the ongoing balance that we're all challenged with. Another common topic on earnings calls related to whether the growing rollout of vaccines and the easing of COVID restrictions across the country will lead to an increase in move-outs as consumer behavior stabilizes. However, the continuing trend of work-from-home, increased optionality regarding virtual classroom education, and ever-increasing customer lengths of stay suggests an increase in move-outs is not likely to happen in the near term. Absent the prior concerns voiced near the start of the pandemic, namely collections, curtailed auction occupancy, and lack of rate increases on existing customers, the earnings calls again resume focus on business fundamentals and controlling operating expenses while increasing revenue. Several REITs highlighted diligent cost control efforts and achieved operating expense reductions through measures varying from energy efficiency, solar power, and LED lighting upgrades to successful appeals of real estate property taxes. Revenue management systems have been able to return to more normal operating algorithms given that restrictions on rate increases have been lifted in many jurisdictions. The REITs continue to grow complementary revenue streams, whether it be additional growth of third-party management properties, last-mile e-commerce, and micro fulfillment solutions or bridge lending and other creative capital solutions, which will continue to benefit investor returns. New supply remains the primary headwind for the sector, although surprises with the interest rate environment also could pose risks to the transaction market. Though 2020 deliveries were significantly below the peak 2019 levels, the outsized volume of deliveries over the past four years has still left many markets with pockets of oversupply that need to stabilize before street rates can resume meaningful growth. 2021 is expected to have a further decline in the number of new properties delivered, but operators need to pay close attention to the in-planning pipeline and whether those facilities transition to the construction phase or wind up being abandoned. With the sector's outperformance and the recent spotlight shown by major institutional investors, additional new capital and developers may still be tempted to make entries via new development where higher yields are available versus the yields that can be achieved acquiring existing stabilized properties. As already noted, transaction activity remains elevated with a wide variety of deals from lease-up portfolios to stabilize single assets in both marketed and off-marketed transactions. As more diverse sources of capital deploy into the sector, the entrance or expanded presence by some of the most sophisticated institutional investors has drawn even more attention to the sector as a leading alternative asset class. Blackstone's acquisition of Simply Self Storage and Cascade Investments' partnership with Storage Mart and Elliott Management's investment and board inclusion with public storage highlight the escalating interest in the sector. Combined with a multitude of other capital pursuing and competing for acquisitions in a low interest rate environment, downward pressure on cap rates will persist throughout 2021. Trend data supports the fiscal year 2020 cap rates compressed by as much as 50 basis points over fiscal year 2019, with indications from current pipeline data suggesting an additional 15 basis points compression is likely in early 2020 As the new year continues with cautious optimism towards a post-COVID future, increased transaction activity is expected to continue in the search for yield within the wider investment space. And as I've stated many times, we keep a close eye on the REITs and the data and input they provide to help us navigate the current landscape. And although our metrics and key performance indicators are different, if we see our numbers trending in opposition to the REITs, it alerts us to dig in to see if there are any blind spots or something we're missing. As of the time of this recording, we are in full alignment in both our internal trends and our mutual opportunities optimism for the self-storage sector heading into the balance of 2021. That being said, I hope this has been helpful, and I will continue to provide more data and reporting from the REIT sector and from our organization, which now represents the middle of the self-storage economy and the data we gather from our 2.3 million square feet and 13,000 doors that we hold nationwide. So until next time, you've been listening to the Self-Storage Podcast, and I am your host, Scott Myers, and I will catch you next week. Take care. Hey gang, wait three things before you leave. First, don't forget to subscribe to the Self Storage Podcast and turn on your notifications so you never miss another episode. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Second, be sure to share your favorite episodes and more via Instagram and don't forget to tag us. And lastly, head to the links in the show description and hit the follow and subscribe button on Twitter and Facebook to get a front row seat as we grow and scale our business and bring you along with us. Take care.